Inside Westminster Chapter 80 The Nature of the Beast Whose idea was that? yelled Benedict. What idea? replied Ezra. Doctoring the interview with Labour's Sakir and Hardy so that he looks moronically blank-faced when asked the simple question, what is Brexit? said Ben, shaking his phone with the news clip in Ezra's face. See what you mean, mate. Just makes us look desperate, not him look stupid, Ezra asserted. Thought we were the team leaders, so this sort of cack needs to be run by us first, commented Sir Hilary. You know, all singing from the same hymn sheet? Or is it prior preparation prevents piss-poor performance, as my gramps used to say, Ezra chortled. Anyway, this team needs to be gripped, and hard, as it's really not that long till the 12th, said Sir Hilary, staring straight at Ben. Don't know what's been going on in this setup so far, but from now on there's going to be some discipline and proper channels of communication, so this sort of crap doesn't happen again he continued. OK, OK, keep your hair on, retorted the follicularly challenged Ben. It's over to you, and good luck, as you'll find organising this party is like herding cats, and the PM's the worst offender for not listening and going off script. Well, all that's got to change, and fast, before we lose all hope of getting a win, let alone a majority. Fortunately, singing from the same hymn sheet had been the Aussies' forte, and by the end of the day they'd got the message to every party campaigner that coordination was the key and going off-piste would be career-ending. However, news had come in from another quarter that Ewell Fudge was on the rampage, promising to field Brexit candidates in all seats. He, naturally, was not going to stand, but spend his time troubleshooting his campaign up and down the UK. How very helpful, commented Ezra. I mean, hasn't he achieved everything he's dreamed of for the past 20 years? I know, he set Brexit in motion. Brexit will happen, just a question of when, when stupid Parliament's going to get its act together. But he still can't let go, continued Sir Hilary. What is it with him? Can't he see he's going to split the Brexit vote and let Jezza in? Possibly, said Ezra. Look, mate, I've been at this game for a long time and I've come to realise that normal people like you and me just couldn't do what these politicians do. I mean, most of them are borderline sociopaths. That's a bit extreme, mate. No, think about it. How else can they stand up and frankly lie through their teeth day after day? To them, the only crime is getting caught. And they pay people like us to sort out the mess, chortled Ezra. I think Joe Public's got wise to them all, and they're more than a little fed up with all the shenanigans and betrayals, asserted Sir Hilary. And self-interest, interjected Ezra. Ben had been overhearing snippets of the conversation and couldn't help himself by chipping in. I've been saying for years that this self-serving system needs to be got rid of. All this gator-wearing pageantry is fine, but it costs a fortune and takes too much time. And I think the British public have just about had enough. They've seen too much of the barefaced hypocrisy and deceit and, quite frankly, wonder the hell what it's all about. Gripes, mate, that's a bit revolutionary, Ezra responded. But I see where you're coming from. It's the trouble with too much openness. People start questioning its relevance and wonder if these highly paid public servants are only serving themselves. What is it with that Knight Johnston fellow? questioned Sir Hilary. 
while he's been told to apologise for his comments on Grenfell and to tone everything down, reported Ben. I'll get lost would be a better idea. Who's standing against him? asked Sir Hilary. There's a pact between Remainers and the Greens, so he's going to be up against it, replied Ben. We've got our work cut out. I mean, if the leader of the House gets voted out, Sir Hilary's voice trailed off as he was trying to work out how much that would affect the bonus promised to them if the party got through with a healthy majority. His favourite Shakespearean play came to mind and he said, There is a tide in the affairs of men, which taken at their flood leads to fortune, Ben added. Ah, is it a favourite of yours too? My prof at Oxford had a plaque with that quote above his desk, so I read it every day for four years. Hmm, so at least in one respect we're on the same page, laughed Sir Hilary. And with that, the team sat down to work out how precisely they were going to prevent themselves all being bound in shallows and miseries. 